0: Hello, and Merry Christmas. I'm Mary Lohman of The Christian Working Woman. And on this Christmas Eve, I'm so delighted because I have two of my special friends with me today, Lisa Bishop and Julie Bastide. Hello. And we're just going to have a conversation and allow you to join in with us. On this Christmas Eve, we have so much to be thankful for, don't we? Yeah. Um, So why don't we just first start with one thing you're really thankful for this Christmas, Lisa?
1: Oh, wow. You know what? I am grateful for my mom. Yeah. I say that my mom is uh, the closest to Jesus that I have ever met. She's like really humble and kind and full of a lot of grace and Mm. mercy. And she just loves me really well. And I'm really grateful to have her in my life. I'm grateful that I get to call her my mom.
0: That's a great one because
1: not everybody has that, you know? Yeah. And, you know, relationships take work too, you know, but Mm -hmm. I am am grateful because I know that there are a lot of people who don't have good relationships with their parents. And, you know, my dad passed away. It'll be eight years in March of next year. And... I'm just really grateful that um, nothing was left unsaid with him and our relationship. Mm. And so I'm grateful for reconciliation. I'm grateful for conversations. And I'm, uh, yeah, I'm grateful for good parents and
2: a good mama. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Julie, what about you? Mm. Well, I could say the same about my parents, but I will say that I'm grateful for my husband. We've been married 34 years, and he is truly my best friend, and he just is for me and so Mm -hmm. it's just it's great to have that partnership with him yeah absolutely
0: uh i'm so grateful that god has given me uh, this opportunity for what 37 years and counting to uh be on the radio and talk to people and I hopefully inspire and challenge people to see their jobs as their mission field and to put into practice what the Bible teaches us. It's such a privilege. Yeah. I know you agree with me, mm. Lisa and Julie, that it's such a privilege. It should be a part of what God's doing mm. in the lives of other people. So we yeah. have a lot to be thankful for. We thought uh, on this Christmas Eve we would talk about generosity. Mm -hmm. And I want to start this by telling you what I heard a woman say at a small gathering where I was. She was saying that she had been in Tim Keller's church in New York for many years. Mm -hmm. He's a very well-known pastor and preacher. And he told her, he said, in all my years as a pastor, I have heard every sin you can think of confessed except for one. And that is Greed. Mm-hmm. Nobody okay. has ever confessed the <laughs> sin of greed. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And yet it is a sin. Yes, it is. And and we get caught up in it so mm-hmm. easily. And so I just wanted to start the conversation by saying, Jesus told us it's more blessed to give than receive. Mm. And it's so true. Yeah. So let's share a, a time when we've experienced that generosity just brought us such joy. Which one of you wants to share without that? Julie, you get to go first.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you about a time um, with my grandparents who I spent time with growing up, and I was probably about 10 years old, and um, they got a call that a missionary needed something, and they were busy running around getting things together, pulling things together for this missionary family, and I hope I don't like, totally lose it here. But anyway, um, they um, my grandmother was pulling together an outfit, a baby blue. I could just, I see it. It was a baby blue dress with, like, this baby blue jacket. And she had matching patent leather pumps and matching purse. And it was just so, I just thought, as my 10-year-old self, this is so beautiful. I can't believe she's giving this away. And I said to her, Mama, you can't give that away. That's just too pretty. And she said, well, Julie, we give God our best. Hmm. That's so
1: nice. That's awesome. That
0: is awesome.
1: I love the tenderness that you're showing right now. I wish everyone listening could hear just the tenderness that you're displaying with that story. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll share. Goodness, I have a friend of mine, uh, Michelle, and she is the most generous person I've ever met on the planet. And it just, you know, one time I said to her, like, "How <laughs> like how do you how do you do it?" She's like, "You know what?" It's just one of my spiritual gifts is is generosity. And she like literally has a lifestyle of generosity. And one, there's so many examples that I could give. uh, But one is that she had won a, a trip for work. And she hadn't been married at the time. So she got to invite someone and she invited me. And it was a trip to Greece. I had never been to Greece. And I think it was like a 7 or 8 day trip. We got to fly first class. We got our own suites that overlooked the ocean. Wow. And like I woke up every day and I thought, "Wow, Lord, you are so good and and Michelle is so gracious that mm. I got to participate in this." I mean, it's something that I wouldn't have been able to do on my own. Mm. And so that's uh those are some really fun uh, memories mm. and we got to see some Roman ruins, and there were so many, so many great memories on that trip. But I always remember her generosity for mm. that invitation and allowing me to take part in something that wouldn't have otherwise taken place.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Well, those things stick with you forever. Well, I was just
0: thinking of something that happened fairly recently, and it wasn't a big generosity on my part. It was just a little bit of time and caring. Mm. But there was a woman in the church who was struggling, And COVID was just so hard on her with her two little boys, and and I I hadn't touched base with her for a while, and and she was on my mind. So you know when God puts somebody on your mind, it's time to do something, right? Mm -hmm. So I just picked up the phone, called her, and I said, "How are you doing?" Well, her voice—you could tell she wasn't doing well, and so she told me all the problems with the boys, with her husband, you know, everything Mm. going wrong, and she lives a long way from our church. And I said, you know, it would be so good if you could be in a Bible study and and, and be with some other women. But with her boys in school just from 8 to 1, she didn't have time to get way up to our church and back for our Bible studies. And so she's she's like, no, 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 no. And so we hung up, and I thought, what can I do for her? Hmm. Hmm. And I knew where she lived. I just went online and said, let me find a good good church there. Well, there's a church there named Village Bible Church. So I said, that has to be a good church. So I called, I get the pastor. I said, do you have a women's Bible study? Well, yes, he said, and it's starting tomorrow. And we're having a wonderful Bible study made by um, Priscilla Evans. Hmm. And he went on to tell me, I said, oh, I have a friend that I would really like her to get involved. Could I talk to the woman who's in charge? He said, well, it's my wife, and she's right here. So I talked to her. I said, would you call her and and invite her? And I gave her all the information and the details. So she did, and I think my friend said she'd go the next day because she didn't want to have to tell me she didn't go. (laughs) But the next day, she called me as soon as Bible study was over, and she was bubbling. She said, I have never been to such a wonderful group. The women were so wonderful. The study was just exactly what I needed. We're going back. I'm taking my little boy to Awana tomorrow night, and my husband said he'll go to church there with me. Hmm.
1: I don't know. Just the little something I did,
0: you never know.
1: Well, yeah, and, and just I hear that story, and I think, you know, sometimes we think that generosity has to be these huge acts, and sometimes we really underestimate what our acts lead to. And it just – your story is like, wow, that was the spark – That kindness, that generosity, you taking that extra time was like the spark in that woman's spiritual formation. I mean, that's amazing. Mm. So it's like how can we look around our lives right now and say, like, who by a kind word, a kind gesture, giving of our time, serving, where might that be a spark in someone's spiritual Mm. growth and development Mm. or even coming to Christ?
0: I just want to be more focused on being generous. Mm-hmm. because I realize that has not been a major focus of my life. My father had the gift of generosity, huh. and we didn't have much money. He didn't have much money. And I think my mother was afraid that he was going to give everything away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and honestly, he almost did. Yeah, But he was so happy to do it. Mm-hmm. He was just so
2: happy to do it. Yeah. There is a joy in being generous. And there's something, Julie, go ahead. You're going to say something. No, I was just going to say, and I think generosity, you have to be taught it. Hmm. Um, You have to lead by example. And and so if you haven't grown up in a generous home where they've practiced it, it's a very, it has to be a very foreign concept object to you. So that's, you know, important to teach generosity and model it in your family. And I think sometimes we don't,
1: live from a place of generosity We because we have like a scarcity mindset. We think, well, there's mm. not going to be enough for mm. me, right. and maybe it's not even a conscious thought. But we're, we, mm-hmm. we think, wow, if I give this away, like, what will be left for me? Or right. when there's so many biblical principles right. about reaping what we sow and mm-hmm. how, about you know, blessings being returned to us mm-hmm. uh, when we give freely and generously to others. And I think part of generosity is really a, a mindset and a trust that God mm-hmm. will give and meet every need, as Paul says. He will meet every need that we have mm-hmm. And so you know when I find myself being greedy even if it's like I want to be first in the food line <laughs> you know, I, I, know mean, it's like, I know what is that right, about right. you know and the you know we know the lord says the the last shall be first and so there and there's so much there's even scientific evidence uh, that shows that generosity is good for your health right, so absolutely. if anything
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. I know
1: <laughs> oh man but I just want to develop this constant
0: generosity servant kind of attitude as with a, a friend at a church luncheon a couple of weeks ago, and I just watched her. She was looking for things she could do for other people, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I thought, my mind doesn't work that way. Yeah, I cool. want my mind to have that attitude of, what can I give, what mm-hmm. can I do? Because that's where the joy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: Why do you think, Mary? Do you, are you aware of like why your mind isn't set that way? Like, what do you think it is for you? I think
0: it's because I'm so project oriented. Number one, it's like I have a job to do. I was in charge of that lunch, and I had things to do to make sure the whole thing went off right. You know, okay, yeah. that's part of it. And part of it is I'm just really selfish. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Basically, at the. <laughs> I
1: you think know? we all yeah, have can a... relate to that. <laughs> yes. yes. We all have our moments, for sure.
0: But do you think that we can begin to pray? Do you think, God, make me more generous? Generous mm-hmm. with my money? Yes, of course. But you know, sometimes that's the easiest thing right. to be generous yeah, with. Right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Generous with my time. Mm-hmm. Generous with giving people love and mm-hmm. acceptance. That takes a heart. I mean, it's it's not too hard to write a check, especially when it doesn't cost you anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you haven't given up anything, really, to give money to where it's needed. That's good, and we should do it. But to give of yourself and to be generous. The only sin Tim Cowler had never heard confessed was greed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Jesus said, there's all kinds of greed in this world and not to let it overtake us.
1: Yeah. And I love what you said there is, you know, generosity, just the very nature of generosity, it means abundance. And God is generous towards us and abundance towards mm-hmm. us. He doesn't withhold anything. And just it just noticing, you know, where in your life right now mm-hmm. may you just be clinging a little bit tightly to something, mm-hmm. whether it be your time or your finances. Mm-hmm. And that generous means you got to be a little uncomfortable, get outside of our yeah. comfort zone. Yeah. That's where we start to really practice generosity.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, as we come to our, the close of our time together on this Christmas Eve, we just wanted to, to just talk and, and let you share with us and to wish for each of you, not only a Merry Christmas, of course, a good time with your family, great food, all the good things that go with Christmas, but most importantly, to focus your heart and your mind on why we celebrate Christmas. Our Savior came, and because of that, we have life, mm. Julie. Why don't you close us out here?
2: Sure, right. We are we are so privileged to be with you today, and we do wish you a Merry Christmas. It is at that time of year where we are looking for year-end giving, and if you're able to uh, donate to this ministry, if it's been a blessing to you, we would so appreciate it. You can either go to our website, ChristianWorkingWoman.org, or you can uh, give us a call at 630-462-0552. Again, we wish you a Merry Christmas. This is Julie Bastide for Mary Lohman and Lisa Bishop. And we hope you'll join us again next week for The Christian Working Woman.